not be brought to you by a spray tan. The revolution will leave you with health care and college for all. The revolution still is fact-based. You will not be able to blame her email. The revolution will also be brought to you by people who still believe in facts. You will not be able to blame the black guy. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. Well, welcome to the first ever Critical and Thinking podcast with uh, Ty Ty Barnett and Ian Harris. Um, And we are Critical and Thinking. That's because uh, we employ critical thinking. Lost concepts nowadays. Exactly. You got to be critical of shit and you got to think about shit. That's what this this podcast is about. So, uh, you know, um, we're going to talk all things like we do on the Divided Comedy Tour, race, religion, politics. All the stuff that you guys keep thinking that we shouldn't be talking about, we're going to talk about. Uh, and his, and this is why I want people to understand why this is a big deal and why we call it critical in thinking, because it is a lost art form now. Like, like now people are so quick to just throw stuff out there that is either one, not factual, uh, two, uh, bullshit, right. uh, three, lies, uh, and uh, four, just... Uh, Stuff that's made up. Yeah. So, so we got to come back to the thing of of facts making sense. So that's why we came together. Uh, as Ian mentioned before, we do a tour as well uh, called the Divided Comedy Tour. Which, by the way, uh, we got in on it being called Divided before we were actually divided. Yeah, <laughs> we're the ones that divided this damn right. country. <laughs> we got in on the ground floor to hate. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's right. Uh, so we got a few things we're going to talk about. Uh, this this episode. This is our first one. It's the inaugural episode. So it's going to be a few things that we're going to cover um so uh be ready to tune in subscribe as the as the podcast goes on you'll see more and more and feel free to jump in when you can and and give us information so yeah i mean the thing is that it's a good time to start a podcast right now for a couple reasons what we talk about and what's going on in this country right now uh every day i'm fighting with somebody about free speech and what does free speech mean? What does the First Amendment mean? Right. And and as comedians, you know, I get I get asked all the time. People say, "Well, what do you think about this? Is it different being a comedian? You know, because you don't want to be censored. You want to be able to say whatever you want to say." And and I agree with that. Like you know, we got Roseanne right now. We got the NFL. We got uh, which, Samantha by the B. way, those are two different <clears throat> freedom of speeches. People act like the NFL players can't exercise free speech, but then those same people that are mad at the NFL players are chanting, why is Roseanne in trouble? Right. Well, well, let's first clarify, too, that free speech, free speech is, 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 a, is a government thing. It's saying you cannot be shut down your speech um, for, of course, there are certain speech. Like, you know, there's people always use the example of yelling fire, fire in a crowded theater or, or, or certain types of hate speech. There are, there are restrictions on our freedom of speech. And some right. people think that there shouldn't be any. I disagree with that. But the, very, very few but there are some restrictions on our free speech. But mostly we're talking about government-restricted free speech. So when someone says, oh, they're violating their free speech, well, even the NFL case, they're really not violating their free speech because it's not a government-run organization. Um, Same thing with with Roseanne being fired. Um, She doesn't work for the government. So she's not being told or censored. She's being fired by her employer um, uh, uh, to, for saying something that they dis, that they disagree with. There's the, a lot or, of convoluting of, of issues yes. here. Which, by the way, when people, it, I can't even tell you how much I need to just step back and and get away from people when they say stuff like, "Well, first of all, she's a com- she's a comedian. She's allowed to say that." I said, first of all, you dumbass. She wasn't saying it on the set. 
She wasn't right. saying it on stage. She tweeted it from her home. Right. And, you know, so, and it was so, unprovoked and not funny, which yeah, is, which is like the all. difference with the Samantha Bee thing. So Samantha Bee called uh, Ivanka Trump a cunt. Yeah. So first off, that's okay because it's accurate. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, but it's but but it's she is responding to something. Yeah. And she is talking about her behavior. Right. In response to something else, Roseanne just out of nowhere just said, "Hey, you know, I this, this woman's a, this shape. woman's an ape." <laughs> which which I, I honestly don't get this. I in 2018, I don't understand. Why people not of color don't understand that it is a bad thing to compare people of color to apes. This is not right. a brand new thing, Ian. This right. did not start two weeks ago. No, no, this no. has always been a bad thing. Always. Even if if this if this year didn't tell you anything, remember when the lady uh she was um worked in the mayor's office in some place in Kentucky or something. Ironic that uh that called uh, Michelle Obama a uh, ape in heels. Right. A gorilla in heels. A gr- it was, yeah, gorilla in heels. Was so for her not to know this is, see, that tells me, one, you're, you're not up on how times are, which right. I, I don't buy that excuse at all. But you also got to understand that there are repercussions for what you say. Right. And this is where we mean, what we mean by, you know, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, yeah, you have the right to say what you want to say. Right. But you're not free from the repercussions and consequences right. of, of what you say. So let me ask you this. Do you think, why do you think people are connecting these Topics as opposed to because with Samantha being saying cunt, which I honestly thought cunt kind of fell under the the the, the same uh, category as women calling each other bitches. Right. Like it, like I can't call a woman a bitch. I'm not gonna do that because right. I'm a dude, and and right. historically it's a bad thing. But and if bitches a woman, be tripping. So when you call <laughs> that was him, ladies. But but. But also the c word is almost I'm, like I'm censoring myself now. <laughs> but. I thought that was something that women could do with each other, and it wasn't a, a thing. Well, I'm, I'm, I guess so, but I, my thing is that it's all this shit is subjective. Because if you talk to somebody from another country, go, go to go to England, they use the word "cunt" like a comma, mm-hmm. and you know, um, but they don't they don't say stuff like like "motherfucker." We use that here like a comma, yeah. like I do. Like I'd be like, "This motherfucker did this. This motherfucker did that." I don't mean anything. I don't mean that the guy is, you know, literally fucking his mother. It's just like, oh, this motherfucker's crazy. They say that like, but he oh, probably this. has fucked somebody's mom. Right, exactly. He may honest, have, man. In all honesty, but but they use the word, you know, uh, cunt. Like again, just like ah, oh, this cunt over here, and they use it to men. They use it, and, and it's not. It's it's whatever you want to. The weight that you want to put on that word, and I know some people will argue and say, no, there's so much. It's not the same as the N-word or other words that have very specific meaning and very specific history and are used for a very specific reason. I call guys cunts all the time, so it's not like I'm. you're just, it's just a, a misogynistic, you're going after women type thing. I don't think. I think it's just a word that, like, asshole or dick or or, or gotta, motherfucker, whatever. I got to be honest with you, dude. I honestly used to, well, I still do. I get turned on by the word cunt. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm an old school. I'll stop porn. saying it then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously, I'm an old school porn watcher. <laughs> right. Like I love like in the '70s when they had hair down there and all that right. stuff, and the woman was like, "Oh, eat my cunt." Oh my god, that's exciting. <laughs> so I never even looked at it as a bad thing. I always thought it was a turn on. So, but I get how women use it in a way. You never heard that? Like, like women. Yeah. Who, I do. It was the biggest turn on, especially if the chick was older than me. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, I'll eat your cunt. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, wrong way to start the podcast. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm saying, 
The, the people who are saying, okay, well, since you got rid of Roseanne because she did, they're not the same topic. No. One thing is talking about an entire culture, which by the way, let me, let me, let me say this, dude. How stupid do you think people are? I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of stupid people. But I had people on my on my Facebook feed saying, well, you got to understand, she was talking about this ape specifically on this episode, this, this movie who was played by a white woman. Now, if you read the tweet, the tweet says, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. Right. Nowhere in that tweet did she say, I mean this ape right. from this movie who was played by this person right. who kind of looks like this person. So here's what I, what I mean. They're, instead of just saying, hey, you know what, Roseanne, you were wrong for that. You shouldn't have done it. These right. motherfuckers is trying to figure out a way to do, I, I always call it uh, rational contorting. Right. Like they find their way to figure right. out. Because she Mental never, gymnastics. Yeah, she <laughs> never even said that she didn't say I mean this ape. She said ape. Right. So I don't. Well, and, and the thing is, the thing is, I mean, there are there is nuance. That there are times, like if you look at a picture and she actually did look like a certain person, which whether she's black or white or other, and you make that, that may not be. You may not be saying that from a racist standpoint. If you go, wow, these two people look alike. I've I've called somebody a gorilla. Because they're huge and buff, and go, man, this dude's this dude's like a gorilla throwing me around in here. You know, I trained fighters. Never meant it as because he's black, he's a gorilla. I've said right. it about white guys. I've said it about right. you know Hispanic guys. And but but when I've said it about somebody who is black, I'm not saying it for racist reasons. But you know the difference. Yeah, you know the difference between what she's saying and what her intention is. It always comes down to intention. What is your intention? And and her intention was obviously to make a racial joke. Now, again, is 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 she a racist? Probably. Yes. Um, but whether she loses her job, that is up to ABC. ABC could have said, you know what? It's not going to be a big deal to us. We don't care. And then we as a as a society could say, we we who are offended by that don't want to watch her show. And now that they fired her, those who are who are fired that that they that that she or that they were offended that she fired can say. Good. We're not going to support ABC. That's the the, the 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 Republicans are always bitching about free market. This is the fucking free market, dude. I'm honestly surprised. I was. I, I'm not gonna lie. I was honestly surprised that they did it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was surprised that ABC. I mean, I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did the right thing. Which, by the way, Roseanne probably shouldn't have compared a black woman to an ape when the head of ABC is a black woman. Right. That's probably a bad time to do yeah. some stuff like that. So I was surprised that they did it. But again, what trips me out, and I think it kind of falls into the thing of tribalism. Because if freedom of speech is the, the issue and you want your freedom of speech, okay, so then one, to, to go back to the NFL thing for a second, you should have never gotten mad at the NFL players. Right. Never. Even if, even if the NFL players came out and said, you know what, this is about the flag, which it isn't. It is about cops, which it isn't. It is about the anthem, which it isn't. Even if they would have come out and said that, even if you're the most hardcore patriot, and you know what these veterans fought for. I fought for this. I, I was in the army. I, I fought for this. Even if the even if that's what they said, they have the right to say that right. because they live in this well, country. And, and what drives me, you know, what kills me is when the, the, it kills me that that the the military the military people that go, I fought for this, and they're the ones that are so anti the freedom of speech. And I'm like, isn't isn't that the exact that's thing the you did it. that you did it for? If that's not the exact reason you did it. Then you did it for the wrong reason. Yeah. If, if 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 you're if you're upholding, it is our first amendment. Mm -hmm. It's the number one amendment. It is our first amendment. If you are not fighting for the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and and the first fucking amendment, right. if, you, if that's not what you're fighting for, and by the way, let's be honest, 
we haven't fought for our freedom since World War II, and that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've we've gone we've gone to wars for sure, yeah. but no one's no one's come here and tried to take over America. But but if that's what you think you're fighting for, if you believe I'm fighting for the freedom, you know, uh, of and the Constitution, then you should be applauding these guys yeah. and saying, yes, I disagree with your statement. But he, here's some matches, burn that flag. Well, if that's what, you what want it is do. is that they don't. And here's my honest, because by the way, Nate Boyer. Uh, a Navy SEAL is the guy that suggested the suggested entire he kneeling. He's a, right. he's the entire, but no, you will not find any of these quote unquote patriots that go after him. They pass right by what he said. You when you bring it up to them, you say, "Hey, man, a military a service member brought this up." It's like it's still about the military, but I'm telling you that a right. member of the military suggested this. Oh, I don't care. My granddad served, but I'm telling right. you. That a member of the military suggested this, and he right. suggested it because he said sitting is more, more disrespectful, disrespectful right. than kneeling. Right, but the, but they want a totalitarian uh, situation where you don't get to do anything but what we tell you, which is stand and you know and and salute to to uh, forcibly stand and salute for your freedom, which is fucking hilarious. Which, now, now think about <laughs> this, and, and this, I, I I can't I I mean this. If you honestly think. That this government that sees how quickly you are willing to give up your First Amendment rights, if you think they'll stop at football players, you got right. another thing coming. Well, and, but we're also talking to the people that if you even say, hey, you know what, maybe we should let maybe we should not let people own nuclear weapons and give them at least a 30 second waiting period. They're like, you're taking away my second amendment rights. It's a slippery slope. It's like, it's like really you're freaking out about the dumbest shit that is no one's going to take away your guns. None of that's ever going to, no one's even suggesting that yet. Yet they'll flip out about that. Meanwhile, they don't even give two shits about the first amendment rights. Well, and he, okay. So really, really quick back to why do people, why are people putting these two issues together? And I think they're saying, you know, well, it's funny now that every time I point out somebody's hypocrisy, their response is, oh, well, then you're also being hypocritical. Like if I say to them, hey, um, you're okay with Trump grabbing pussies and you're okay with Trump fucking porn stars and paying them off, but aren't you the same people that, that impeached Clinton for getting a consensual yes. blowjob? And they'll turn around and say... Well, then you're being a hypocrite because you were okay with him getting a consensual blowjob and you're against him. And it's like, yeah. first off, no, I never said I was okay with Clinton. We're not talking about that. Yeah. But 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 you can't. So And if that's true, so fine. I'm a hypocrite. I, I think it's okay for Clinton to get one, but not for Trump. Trump. And therefore, so are you. Yeah. Just admit you're a fucking hypocrite. And it, the same thing goes with this. They go, well, if... If you think it's okay for Roseanne to get fired because she works for a private company and the Maybe. private company, then why aren't you okay with the private NFL telling these their employers that they can't do their political statement? And I think there's a, a few differences here. Number one, um, they are doing it. Uh, they're doing something not on, not on the clock. Not right. that Roseanne was on the clock either, but they're doing something that is not offensive. Not at all. They're doing something that is pro-American. They're doing the most peaceful protest, not right. blocking streets, nothing. Right. And the thing is that you can't say that that it's a, a that they don't allow political protest because they let Tim Tebow kneel during the game that, for that abortion. That actually was on company time. On company time. And it was a political statement about abortion. And it was during the game. They never told him he had to stand up. And also— And he got called a hero for it. It's a way. political statement— because in 2009, the government 
the military started paying these people to have the national anthem. It was literally paid patriotism. Right, exactly. So that is a political statement. So you can't tell me that there's no point, that there's no place in, in, in in politics, or I mean, there's no place for politics in the NFL or in a private business, and then say, but we're going to force you to stand for something that you don't necessarily believe in. Imagine if, if, if you worked at McDonald's and they said, hey, before we open today, we're going to have a little meeting. And you go into the meeting and you go into the meeting, right? And get into that meeting. They, uh, they say, hey, before we start this meeting, we're going to pray. Right. And they pray to, I'm an atheist. You're a Christian. You're a Muslim, whatever it is. And they pray to a God that you don't believe in. And right. you say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to excuse myself from this. And the guy says, if you don't stand here, if you step over there, I'm going to dock your pay and you're going to get $5 right. an hour. That's wrong. That's it's, illegal it's, is what the fuck wrong. that is. So, so, yeah, so that's what they're telling him. We're, we want you to make this political statement. We want you to do this, to, to, to adhere to our rules and do what we're telling you to do. And if you don't, we're going we're gonna to fine you. That, that is a political but statement. But then you know what? If you're going to do that, because uh, you know what? Fine. You want to do that? You, you want to make these players who are Americans who live in America and they, ha- they pay taxes just like every other American and they contribute to society. By the way, they contribute to society more because they make more money and they, they pay more taxes if you really want to be taxed technical about it. If you want to make them do that, then let's just go all the way with it. Let's go all the way with it. From now on, when the anthem is being played, I don't care where you are or what you're doing. Right. Stop. Stop doing whatever it the is. The guy who's making doing. the hot dogs. Stop He's, it. he's working. He's right. working. Stop selling anything. If you're walking through those hallways, don't. Stand right in that place. Put your yeah. hand over your heart. And do- if you're at home, Stop what you're doing at home. Pay respect to that. Stand up at your house. That's take, right. Take off your American flag G-string. That's all of that. <laughs> if we're going to go that route, why would we not go all the way with it then? Because if you're really that much of a patriot, let's, because first of all, the flag is not even supposed to be laid flat. It's supposed to be flying horizontally. Well, he's not, not I mean, supposed to be used for, 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 for hats and for all know, that. Shirts, you got people with thongs, you know, boxer shorts, uh, you know. So yeah. if we're going to go one route, go all the way with it. Don't say, well, it's just because there's a video out there of people during a game. And these people are walking around checking their phones, people in the concession stands. Not People aren't even paying attention to the anthem playing. So I'm like, what is it that you want? What message are you trying to convey? Is it really respect for this flag? Because if right. it's respect for that flag, no matter where you are or what you're doing, if grandma's in the chair, guess what, granny? You got to stand up. Right. We're going to prop you up. You stand here, put your hand over your heart. Right. But they're not doing that. This is why this is very specific to this issue, which, by the way, no one has even addressed the issue. No one's addressed the fact that there's what there's uh, protesting. What they're protesting, for. right? So to me, I feel like, and this is why I say the the slippery slope thing is very very prevalent here. If you allow the government to come in and tell you that you have to do this, you don't think that eventually they're going right. to come for you? Well, no, they'll, they'll but they'll they'll say that it's a, a private a private business. But here, here's 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 another nuance to this NFL thing. First off, they admitted that they caved to Trump's pressure. So it is the government. Which, by the way, just so people understand, Trump is trying to get back at the NFL because he tried to be a team owner and they said no. <laughs> I'm serious. This is he's also s- trying to get back at black people because he's racist. Yeah, but, but, but like people don't un- people don't understand people think that that's made up. Go back and look. Right. This dude tried to own an NFL team and the NFL said we want no parts of this. Right. And he has said to people, "I'll get these assholes back if I get a chance." That's what right. he's doing. Well, but the other thing is that remember that the the NFL. Most of these stadiums are paid for by taxpayer money. When a new stadium comes up here in L.A., it comes up as a measure. Do you want to pay an extra two cents on your water and three cents on your gas or whatever the hell it is to fund 
the Rams' new stadium. So we're paying our taxes to have these stadiums and to have these NFL teams. So it is, it's not just a private ownership. Um, and if it is, the teams are owner, the, our teams are owned by the, by the team owners. So if the owner of the team says, no, my guys can kneel if they want, the NFL can go fuck themselves, in my opinion, because the NFL doesn't 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 own these people. Not at all. Um, and, and then, furthermore, let, let, let's just say they do. He, here's my here's my bottom line with this thing. Okay, let's say you're right. NFL has every right, and they can sit in the locker room, and they 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 can they can do whatever, but they can't kneel or whatever the deal is. Then, let's say, let's say that throw that aside. Okay, so. Roseanne should get fired. They should stay in the locker room and all that. And we agree that, okay, these are completely equivalent. NFL, ABC, they're both private companies. They can tell their employees to do whatever the hell they want to do. And that's that. And that's what we agree, okay? Which I, I don't agree, but let, let's say that I agree with that. That's gone, gone out of the way. Now, let's look at the messages. Which message do you support? Do you support the message of, hey, we should stop killing black people? Mm -hmm. Or do you support the message of, hey, black people are a bunch of fucking apes? Which message do you support? That's the thing. So when you're over there up in arms about, well, Roseanne, blah, 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 blah. Roseanne said something racist. These Period. guys are trying to help people. So where do you stand on the issue? Let's forget about the legality and the technicalities of, of, of which is legal and which isn't and do the private companies. Let's all that aside. Where do you stand on the issue? Okay. And then furthermore, fine, don't kneel. From now on, what I think all these guys should do is put on the put on the 1968 Olympic right. black glove and stand like this. Then they'd the, really be pissed. With their back to the to and go, I'm not kneeling, motherfucker. Like, you know. Then they'd really be pissed. But and this is but this is why I'm saying, man, the disregard for these human beings is what this comes down to. And the lack of empathy. And this is the problem that America has always had. We've always had this problem. Lack of empathy. If it doesn't affect you personally. Right. You don't care. Right. So I always liken it to to women having uh, their, their cycles, right? If a woman complains about this, like, I don't know what that's like. I don't know what that's like. The like, I cut my thumb one time. That's the closest, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if, if a woman comes in and says, you don't understand the stuff that we got to deal with mentally, how that messes with us, and the guy's like, come on, really? Right. That Translate that to a group, uh, an entire group of people who throughout history— have been marginalized, ostracized, demonized. All of these people, for centuries this right. has happened. So fast forward to 2018 when they say, man, we're dealing with this police brutality. And you got people that's like, police brutality? They don't fuck with me. Right. They don't bother me. I, I, right. I, I got friends that are cops. We go, I bring them donuts. I do right. all of this stuff. That is the lack of empathy. This is why these people can't right. connect. It. They, that's why they can't connect, and that's why they don't want to connect. Because, again, man— you and and you have to understand that just because it's not a real issue to you right. doesn't mean that it's not an issue. Well, and look at it when it isn't when it is an issue to to white Christian Americans. Uh, when 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 Starbucks doesn't put Jesus on the fucking cup. Oh my! I'm oppressed. I'm the most oppressed. <laughs> white Christians say that you know polls say that they are the most oppressed group in America. Get the whole good. White Christians say they are the most oppressed well, that's, group. That's in when America. black people come in and say, "Hold my beer." I think I got this one. <laughs> yeah. And the white people go, "I can't hold your beer. I'm too busy beating you with a club." Hilarious. Um, but, but it's it's uh, there, and then now now we got the the same thing with the the crying uh, you know. Religious persecution because because a guy had to make a fucking cake uh, 
<sighs> and they fucking won that case that was just just happened. We're recording this. That just happened yesterday, where the dude, uh, the Supreme Court ruled. I know it was a very minor ruling, and and there were some nuances to what they ruled on, and it's it's very specific. It's not gonna go. It's not gonna. It's not gonna extend anything else, which is good. But the fact that they ruled on this in general is is insane. They're allowing them to discriminate. Now. People say, here's the argument with this cake thing, if you don't know. So the, a, gay, a gay couple went in, and they said, hey, we'd like you to make cake for our wedding. And the guy goes, I won't make a cake for your wedding because um, I don't believe it. I'm a Christian, and, and that's against my, my religion, and you're, you're violating my religious freedom, my First Amendment rights, by forcing me to bake a cake for something I don't agree with. And people are like, yep, he's against, it's against his religious rights. He lost multiple times, and the Supreme Court just overturned that uh, part of that. Um, so here's the thing about that. First off, again— we already went through this in the fucking 60s, people. You cannot discriminate against people. We have things called protected classes. Now, I realize that the that, that, that sexual orientation isn't specifically listed as a... As alert, a, alert. As he is about to give you facts, people. Yes. <laughs> Please look up everything Ian is about to tell you. This is all facts. <laughs> they, it's not listed as a... It's not specifically listed as a protected class. I think it's, it's religion, uh, creed, uh, nation of origin. There's certain things that are listed as, as protected class. Usually things that are by birth. Mm -hmm. Although religion is on there, which is a choice. I think that's funny that the only one that, that we really care about is the one that is the choice. But you can't, I can't say, oh, oh, you're marrying a white woman. Well, my religion says uh, I don't believe in mixed race couples, so I can't give you a cake. That's illegal. I can't say, oh, Ty, you want to eat at this lunch counter? Um, sorry, this lunch counter is for white. Now, what people are saying with the- I mean, I know this now, a concept that you can never understand in America of them saying white-only counters. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's never happened. Yeah. Uh, but but we, we have this now where you can't- Now, now again, back to the, 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 the class thing. Maybe in 20 states, they've made um, sexual orientation uh, a protected class, but there are states where obviously where it's not a protected class. I think it could still be interpreted as such. Right. But- if nothing else, it fucking should be. Mm -hmm. Because I know that I'm heterosexual. I've never chosen to be heterosexual. Okay? You just I, are. I just, I just am. Exactly. I just, I, I am attracted to what I'm attracted to. So there's no... There's, Pussy feels great. There's I'm no, sorry. Yeah, I, had to, I had to break that down <laughs> to bare minimum. There's no, there's no doubt that you are programmed, <laughs> that it's a, born, a birth thing. You're programmed right. for whatever reason to, to be attracted to whatever you're attracted to. Right. So... You cannot discriminate against people for being uh, disabled is one of them. You can't discriminate against people for something they cannot help. Right. That is what a protected class is. So sexual orientation is one of those things. And if it isn't listed specifically, it fucking needs to be, mm -hmm. first of all. And second of all, it should be interpreted as such. Um, but furthermore, what people keep saying to me is they keep saying, well, you know, you can't force me to do something that I find offensive. They've ruled on this, and they have. Where if I go in and say, hey, I want a cake, and I want to have, I want you to build a cake that looks like a dick, and it's got two guys fucking each other on it, you can say, hey, man, that's offensive to me. I'm not going to make that cake. Right. Um, if, you walk into a, if you walk into that same lunch counter, naked, going, fuck this motherfucking lunch counter. They can go, sir, you're being abusive. You're naked. Get the fuck out of our place. If you walk in and go, hi, sir, I'd like to eat. And they go, you're black. Get the fuck out of my place. Right. Or you walk in and say, yes, um, I'd like a cake, please. This one right here in the window. And they go, okay, great. Um, are you straight or gay? Gay. Get the fuck out of my store. That Wait, is so they can ask illegal. you that. They can ask you that. Well, they did apparently. I mean, the, the guy assumed because the guy said. I'm saying, guy, unless the dude came in in a dress, <laughs> just like damn with me, you look too well dressed. Well, the, the guy said we we want a cake for our. wedding. Oh, he came in with his do. Okay, he yeah, he said want a cake for our wedding, and he said no. But here's the thing: he didn't ask him to build a gay cake. By yeah. the way, by the way, can I just go on record really quick saying that um, cake decorating 
It's already pretty fucking gay. It's pretty gay. It's, it, that, that, that's like going, look, I'm a Christian, okay, and I do not serve the gay community. It's like, sir, you own a uh, a, a, a sequin chap store. You have you, well, you make, you I make honestly, custom rainbow chaps. I honestly feel like that. First of all, I honestly feel like they, it, I know Ian's an atheist and all that, but there has to be if there is a God and all that stuff, He has to be doing a face plant like. How did they screw up all of this stuff? Right, like this. None of this stuff is the stuff that I stand for. None right. of this. Right. I didn't say. I, so it's always weird to me that us human beings on this earth, who, by the way, we have interpretations of a book that was written, rewritten, rewritten, rewritten by another person, then rewritten, and then had another version, and all of this stuff, and we think that this is right because in that same book, people try to say, "Well, slavery was legal." No, no, you're trying to use it to fit your narrative. This is right. why I say, man. The lack of empathy in this country is at the core of why we still have these problems. The lack of communication in this country. Because, again, man, when you come into a society and you say, well, this is a free society. We can do whatever we want. Except this, 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 this. Then that's not a free society. So – the, the 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 freedom of speech thing and the, the the right to refuse somebody, okay, well, I don't want to make this cake for you because it goes against my beliefs. Well, okay. Well, then in that case, then you should probably just say, well, certain taxes we are going to put on you more because you want to use this. Well, and then when here's the other thing about that, but why is this? Okay, so he's referring to one passage, Leviticus 18.22, which says that um, a man shall not lie with another man uh, uh, as he would with a woman. It also That's, says no adultery, but that shit seems to happen it, a lot. It also said, well, yeah, what if it's your second wedding? Has the guy ever refused to bake a cake for a second wedding? Has the guy ever refused to bake a cake where there's going to be shrimp served mm-hmm. or pork served? Because that's also in Leviticus. Um, how about what if a guy comes in with a tattoo? Tattoos are also in Leviticus. Right. Has the, a left-handed, is the guy ever, that's what I do, uh, sign go, this contract. All out with it. We're restricting everything that's in that book. But the thing is, he doesn't because the difference is he does. He's not a he's not a religious guy who who's deeply offended by his religion. He's a guy who fucking hates gay people. Yes. He's a homophobic asshole. Yes. He's not a fucking religious zealot Which, who do, or a, a religious this guy. Oh, I'm I'm so sincere with my religious beliefs. Oh, really? So so every time someone comes in for a wedding cake, you ask what's served. Is there going to be pork there? Is there going to be is there going to be anybody with tattoos there? Because I can't support you know, that. You know what I trip out on all the time is when people use the Bible to make all their decisions. I always say, well. Uh, who's that dude on the picture that you got in your thing there? And they said, oh, it's Jesus. And I was like, but in the book that you love so much, it says he had hair of lamb's wool and dark and bronze skin. <laughs> well, we can't get caught up on the description. <laughs> okay, so you really just want to really fit it to yeah. make your thing. And what's that idol around your neck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you're worshiping. Um, <laughs> so so we're going uh, to jump topics here uh, because we we are comedians as well. And, and so we were trying to figure out, is it a good or bad thing? Because there was a time, man, if you go back and you watch old school comics, old school, like the Rodney Dangerfields, the, the Priors, the, the Carlins and all this stuff, the uh, Hicks, Bill Hicks and stuff. They said a lot of stuff that you probably wouldn't be able to say. Red Fox, you wouldn't even be able to say today. So now we've been both we both have been in this business for a long time. Do you feel that political correctness is helping or hurting comedy. I'm going to tell you, I feel like it's hurting it. But again, I just want to be clear when I say this. You don't have to be an asshole to be funny. You don't have to be racist to be funny. You don't have to put somebody down to be funny. If you have to do any of those things, 
then you're probably the person that's fucked up. Right. It's you. It's not everybody else. Well, I can, I, I've been performing for what, 18 years? You've been performing probably a little bit longer than that. I don't have to go on stage and put somebody down because they're fat. I don't have to put somebody down because right. they look different than me. And I'm still funny. Right. You're still funny. So the people that sit here and say, man, we just can't say what we used to say. Oh, you mean you can't say the hurtful shit that you used to say? Right. Oh, so if you only have but, to be. But, but, it, but, and that's a, but the thing is, that that's not even fucking true. We allow it in roasts. Mm -hmm. People do the roast and they make racist jokes and they go, well, it's okay because it's a roast and we know it's all part of it. Right, because the people that are up there are comedians and they don't really give a fuck. Like if I was roasting you and I made some racist joke, you know I'm not a racist. You know I'm doing it in the sense because, oh, this is a roast and I got to get as fucking vile as possible for the roast. So it's okay in that context. Why is it okay in that context? Because you know the intention is to to fuck with you any way I can because right. it's a roast. Now, if I just came out of the blue and said that, you'd be like, what the fuck is that about? But the thing is that we're, we, we're the left, I, mean, I don't even want to call them the left because it's censorship, which is a right-wing ideology. I hate when people say, oh, it's the me. left. Yeah, it's your, it, censorship is a right-wing <laughs> ideology. Just because you're using it for your for left uh, leaning ideas doesn't mean that it's a left wing concept. Dude, they do but that with a th lot of stuff. You know, that, that is what's pushed. That's what's pushed so many people to the Trump, the Trumpism, the, the Trumpsters is that, is that you have these people who go, I'm not allowed to say anything anymore. And the political correctness and, and, and they're right. When, when people that, that identifies on the left tell you, you can't say anything because they don't understand nuance or they don't understand intention. Right. I'm sorry. Words Oh, you do a bit about my act about that. Words are not, I mean, there are certain words that I, that are bad inherently because they have no other intention. Right. But to be hurtful. Right. But the point is that the words don't fucking do anything. It's the intention of the word. It's like, if, if, if I'm using, you know, if I say to you, and we're talking about cunt earlier, if I call somebody a cunt, okay. I'm trying to be hurtful. Now I'm not saying that, that that's right or wrong. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I shouldn't be able to say it. But if you get offended or pissed at that for, because I call you a cunt, you should be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, he used that word and he's calling me a cunt and he's an asshole. But if, I, if I'm if i explaining to you, hey, this word, if, if, if someone holds it up and says, what is this word? And I say, uh, th this word is cunt. Um, if I say this word is cunt, I said the word cunt. Right. Um, I didn't say it offensively. The word didn't hurt you because I, I'm supposed to say call it the C word. It, no, I can't it, even say the well, word. The, it's the, fucking ridiculous. The joke doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny. You know. uh, we're going to come right back in, in two seconds uh, and we're going to finish up on this topic here. And then we got some other stuff. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Critical in Thinking with Ty Barnett. Indian Harris. So uh, uh, continue with what you're saying, Ian. Yes, well, I, I'm just saying that, that it's um, sorry. Where, where were we really quick? I. Oh, just, just just the censorship and how the intentions of the word, like if you say oh, the word yeah, cunt, yeah. It's, it's not, I mean, it's the intention yeah. behind it. But this is what I mean by like, people are constantly trying to put these two issues together and say, well, you can't say this word anymore. But here's the thing. The problem is more so in your communication. Right. It's not about in how people take it because you know what words hurt, you know what words are degrading, and you know which ones are not. The fact that you can't distinguish between those two is your right. issue. Because I know if I walk in society and I say these words, if I use these offensive words, I know that these words are right. offensive. If I'm on stage and I use these words, I know these words are offensive. So to me, if I still got to get a point across and I got to figure out a way to do it, then that I have to up my level. Right. Because where I start comedy-wise, where I started, 
You could not get on stage. You couldn't get quality stage time if you were a blue comic. You just right. couldn't because, honestly, it was kind of reserved for the dudes that's been around for right. a while, the vets that knew how to handle it. And I didn't, and I understood it because I was like, man, you got to be able to make these people laugh without being that. Right. And then when you start doing television or anything like that, you know, standards and practices, they're like, hey, well, Ian, you can't use this word. Da, 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 right. Your Comedy Central, all that stuff. They say, well, you can't, even if it comes down to product placement, I can't use this word because right. of this. So since these things exist for a reason, I feel like these people are using, well, it's politically correct, so I'm, I'm kind of being, you know, handcuffed. No. Right. You're handcuffing yourself because you don't know how to communicate without right. being an asshole. Well, I also think, though, that I think I think there's a little bit of both here. I do think there are people that are so over the fucking top with this shit that they, they don't like, like some of the college stuff and that kind of, where you can't say anything without somebody getting fucking triggered or upset about it because they don't understand the joke. And and I got to say, sometimes comedy's not for everybody. Like some people, you know, right. you shouldn't be here. But, but on the other, like a good example, like the time we were in Colorado Springs, uh, uh, we were in Colorado Springs, so we do the Divided Comedy Tour, and we do we each do our set, then we go up and do some stuff together, and then we do a little Q&A. First question out of the gate, <laughs> woman in the back goes, well, how come you can say cunt, but I can't say nigger? And Ty's response was, why, would you well, want why do you want to? Why do you want to say the word? Why do you want to say it? And by the way, I just said the word, but I didn't say, I, but I'm not, I, I didn't, I, the reason I didn't say the N-word is because she didn't fucking say the N-word. She yeah, said yeah. the word. I'm not going to fucking censor myself. Well, actually, when she said, actually, she said, was that? Actually, what it was, and it was like, well, you just did. Yeah, exactly. You just did say it. What do you mean you can't say it? Oh, you mean you can't call somebody that? Well, that's because you're, you're, you can just expect that you might get fucking punched in the face. I mean, this idea that we can't, it's the same thing when people say, I can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Oh, who the fuck said you can't say Merry Christmas? Who's stopping you? Who's stopping you to say it? You know, but again, the fact that I say Happy Holidays doesn't, why should that offend you? Actually, you can say Merry Christmas, but why are you offended when I say Happy Holidays? Right. If you have the right, you still can say you're Christian, you might be Jewish. I live in fucking LA. You might be, you might celebrate Kwanzaa. You might be an atheist. If I say Happy Holidays, it fucking covers everybody. Again, What's your fucking problem? It, it, what trips me out is that we are in a society where people, you're taking a book, okay? You're taking a book that was written over and over and over again. Say, well, I don't like this in 2018 because this book that was written centuries ago by 2,000 year old guys who thought the world was flat right. in the center of the universe. So it's so many different yeah, things geniuses. in there. So this is where I say, and this is part of the reason why we call the the podcast critical and thinking is because we, like we said at the beginning, is that we feel like those are two lost art forms. No one sits back and says, well, hold on, let me think this through because we're talking about archaic, barbaric, in some senses beliefs that are still being tr trying to be applied to a modern society, right. which you cannot do. You cannot. But there are right. certain things that you know have repercussions, period. You want freedom of speech? Great. But you also know that I have the right to react the way I want to react to your freedom of speech. You also know that you have the right to believe in, like, I, I pray every night. Like, I don't go, I'm not a churchgoer. Like, I'm not that person that's like a holy roller. I don't do that. Ian is an atheist. We've been friends for how long now? How many no, years? Almost 20 years. Eight, okay. 18 years. No problem with his beliefs. He doesn't clown me for my beliefs. Nothing. Now, here's the thing. Here's the difference. Now, if I were to say, man, Ian, what's your fucking problem, bro? How can you not believe in a God? Huh? How can you not? And then he comes back with, well, tell me there's proof. And I got to be honest with you. If he told me to tell him, show him proof, I'm like, I don't really, have, I don't really have any proof. I'm just telling you what I believe. Which again, did you just call me the N word? What right. not is it? <laughs> Which is the point of America is supposed to be is that your beliefs 
You have the right to have your beliefs. I believe in his right to believe that there is no God. Now, he's going to hell for that. That's not the fucking point. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? It, but my and he's wasting his life pretending, but that's okay. <laughs> but do you see what I get, I'm saying? I get, an extra, I get an extra five minutes of TV watching every <laughs> that's night. That's right. But do you see what I'm saying? Where people mix this up is that neither one of us knows what's right. Neither one of us know this. So... It, but but to treat each other like we do know this and, and act like he's somehow demonized or vice versa because of those beliefs is the problem. Why are you and, and, and when it comes to comedy, because like I've done shows before and the dude told me I was doing a gig and it got as soon as I before I got on stage, he says, hey, man, j- just so you know, um, most of these people here voted for Trump. So can you not do any Trump jokes? Now, he didn't say don't speak the truth. He said, just can you not do any jokes about this? Why? Not because what I was doing was wrong, but because he didn't want to offend the people sitting in that audience right. because their beliefs. So I'm like, if they have the right to not hear me speak the truth about this situation, then why is it I don't have the right to have these viewpoints and express these viewpoints, period? So we have this thing now where we cannot figure out what's what and why we should believe certain things and why we are taking other people's rights while at the same time giving these people extra rights. It makes no sense to me. It it makes no sense. And this is why I say, this is why I asked the question, has political correctness, like you said, there is two sides to this. I could see both sides, but you can't sit here and tell people, well, my right, you're taking away my right to be mean to somebody. No. Yeah. You have just limited your way to express yourself. You don't have to use the N-word with somebody. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to call somebody an ape. Right. You don't have to call somebody right. all these things. You just have a limited vocabulary. But, but I, I also, I, I think I think the problem is that that you have, we've got three or four different groups going on here. So you got a group that's so far on the left or whatever they are that that thinks that anything, they don't understand the difference between a racial joke and a racist joke or a sex joke and a sexist joke. Like, you know, I could say something or, or, or a joke. Like I could be doing a character. Mm-hmm. I go, here's my character of a sexist asshole. And I'd be like, bitch, get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. And they'd be like, I can't believe you said, bitch, get in the kitchen, and make me a sandwich. I- I'm making fun of this guy. There's people that are that so far that extreme that they don't, they can't understand what's going. Or I could say something about, yeah, my friend Ty, he's black and I'm white and blah, blah, blah. And do a joke. And they'd be like, oh, that was racist. Why? Because I pointed out that he was black. That's not racist. That may be racial. It may be a joke. Racist. Yes, a racist. Racist. But then there's the other group that's so far on the right, where they're just like, you know, oh, you don't, you don't. I can't say anything anymore. I can't call somebody this and that. And I can't, I can't even hang a black person anymore without someone getting all upset about it. It's like, it's like, you know, wait, there's a, there's a spot in the middle here, folks. There's yeah, exactly. a place somewhere people in the fucking middle. People do not understand that there is a place in the middle. Here's what's crazy to me is when people say, well, look at Archie Bunker and how he says, I was like, first of all, he was a character. He a was character played, that we laughed at, by yes. the way. <laughs> and that was the whole point of the show is that his views were so out of whack and so out of touch that that's why he was the butt of the joke. Right. He was not the he was not the hero. He right. wasn't the like, hey man, I sure it. George Jefferson, same thing. It was like you cannot look at these characters and say, well, look at this is our society. This is why Roseanne should be able to say. Roseanne right. tweeted this as Roseanne Barr, the human being. Right. She didn't tweet it as Roseanne the character. No, if, yeah, but if honestly, if her character said that, which you no, know, there was a 
episode, that, apparently an episode, I didn't see it because I, I wasn't watching the show, where she was afraid of her Muslim neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then she went next door and met him and was like, oh, okay, they're cool. Which I think, oh, that's, that's at least good that they, yeah. they had that. But it's like, even if, she, even if everyone else in her family had said, oh, they're cool, and she still walked away going, terrorist, I'd be like, okay, well, at least they're painting a real depiction of what these yeah. people are actually like. Okay, I disagree with it. But hey, I can look at that and go, okay, this is, she's playing a moron. Yeah, that's, it's okay to play morons. That's you know, okay. What's crazy is that uh, they they said, well, you know, if she says this, because they they try to play it off, said, well, you know, why don't they have this be like a teaching moment for her? And I'm like, she's 65 years old. Right. What new shit can she learn? Yeah. At, at 65, about not calling people apes. Right. What, what new shit can you learn? So, but people are so quick. And this is what I mean by by the tribalism that has kind of got our country where it is. Did, did you? I don't know if you saw this, but there was a, a kid giving a commencement speech. Um, uh, he's a valedictorian in Kentucky. Did you? You know, and he, great, he, he he gave a quote, and in the quote, he is a great quote. Basically, it says, you know, don't don't ask for a seat at the table. You know, ask for a bigger seat or something like that. Yeah, take and, your seat or something yeah, like that. And then everybody cheered. Everybody cheered. And they said uh, Donald, Donald J. Trump. Trump. Everybody cheered like. Ah! And they said, I'm just kidding. That was Obama. And everybody's like, Ugh. yeah, you just a second ago thought it was the greatest fucking quote you'd ever heard. Right. But when you heard where it came from, then you stopped. That's the tribalism that, that I think is messing that's, that's up. That's not about racism, though. Not at all. But I will say, I will say that, by the way, because I, I made a joke that I just that I, I disagree with. You were correct. It's tribalism. And where we on the left and we in, do have to also remember is that not everyone is overtly racist. There are a lot of these right wing. I have a friends and relatives that are like guy we were talking, your friend that we were talking about earlier. They they may be slightly racist and don't know they're racist, and they may not be racist, but what they're doing is manifesting itself as racism because they are members. Like there's so many people that they go, oh, this is bullshit. Pulling the 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 race card because I don't don't like Obama, and you go, well, what other reason would you not like Obama? Well. We see that and go, it's obviously because he's black. It might just be because he's a fucking liberal in their mind. Now, it, now, liberal may also be black in their mind. They may not be thinking that all the way through. They may not be thinking, well, this black guy. But in their mind, it's a tribalistic thing. Yeah. I'm a Republican. This guy's a liberal. And, and being, being a black dude makes it worse. But they may not be going, oh, I fucking hate black people. So when you go racist, they go, oh, bullshit, call me a racist. I have, no, it's not, I have nothing against him. So we do have to be careful with what we say because they might not know they're racist and they might not be racist. They may be, they may be tribalistic on some other, uh, on some other f- level. It may, it may be a, a subtly, maybe 90% racism, temper, who knows? Now the fact but, that they had a cross burning when they said this, right, exactly. there's no bearing. Yeah, yeah, that, that, any, that part, maybe like, <laughs> <can't be> <laughs> pulls up his hood. I can't believe you're calling me racist. <laughs> I just don't like Obama's policies on abortion. See more taking away my freedoms. <laughs> um, so, so and you're right. There, there could be that because I do, I've had, I've had people on my feed that that I could tell, like they just don't know that they're racist yet. Like they 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 haven't in, they haven't in embraced it. They haven't been comfortable saying it. And 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 I feel bad for those people because part of you knows that what you're doing is wrong. You right. just have it because here's here's a here's a quality that I give hardcore racists. I gotta give them this, man. Hardcore racists stick together. Like right. the, the, there is no breaking what no matter what facts you bring in front of you. So example, so they say. Like Rick Santorum, this goofy, goofy dude, said, uh, said um, 
Well, Obama divided everybody. I've heard this argument right. a few times, by the way. I've Racism heard it, didn't exist before Obama. Now it's we never had racial problems before Obama. There was no separate lunch counters. There was no lynchings. There was no cross burnings. There was no uh, segregation, no redlining. On, on some level... On some level, when they say all that, the, the racism didn't—not that it didn't exist, but that it—that it—that it's been exacerbated, and that it's—and that it's on since Obama, and Obama has really done. I don't think Obama did it, but I, I actually do agree. Well, here's why I say this, and, and I always tell people because this, the racism came out when we had a fucking black president. Yeah, oh, of course, it wasn't but, his but doing. That's, but that's why, though. That that is, I always say the reason why the the worst thing Obama did was not be a shitty dude. Right. That was the worst thing Obama did right. was not be a shitty dude. He didn't have multiple baby mamas. He didn't um he didn't cheat and scam people. He didn't uh he didn't uh speak like a 4-year-old. Uh, right. He did. He had no crooked background. He no, didn't mumble no, rap. None, 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 none <laughs> of that. He didn't do any of that. So, so for them, <laughs> but Trump does. That's the <laughs> no. But that's what I'm saying. So think about this in a society where, and and, and I want to be very clear when I say this. In a society where historically you are used to seeing people in charge be rich white or well-off white males, for a black dude to come in and not have any scandals, right? Not have any kind of shit like that go on when because again he couldn't even get elected. I'm telling you, Obama was so clean when he was when he was going to that even black people were like nothing. Yeah, you got nothing on this dude. <laughs> wow. So the worst. He sneaks a cigarette every now and then. Yeah, he, he, he wore the tan. They picked shit that was weird. Yeah, he, he wore, wore a tan, tan suit. suit. That's the worst thing they could pick. And his so, and his wife wore a dress without sleeves. No sleeves. So so to me the where is where is Melania wore a dress with only sleeves. With only exactly, uh, and a landing strip. But uh, but here's the thing: the fact that he did not have the baggage that this dude has. This is why they're lashing out, and this is part of the reason why you see uh, certain Trump supporters, because I always say this, man, if you can't have an adult conversation, then you probably shouldn't be discussing political right. issues in a public forum. You shouldn't. So when people do the name calling, and this, I'll say, I'll try and be quick with this. If they're talking about, if they're talking about Obama, if someone comes on and say, well, Obama was horrible. Okay. Okay. Now give me facts. Right. Give me facts to back this up. Like when people say he's the one that divided the country, give me facts. Yeah. Show, do, you, do you understand? Oh, I, I say, was here race baiting and yeah, I go, exactly. well, show me one clip give of me, him race it. baiting. Show me anything. And do you understand? They don't. Of they walk they don't. away. They leave because what they feel is this is the society we're in now. We don't have to be right. Right. We just got to be loud. Well, that's well, that's what Trump is driving home. That's Trump's entire thing is I keep it just keep repeating the same lie over and over. And it becomes true where people go, well, he believes it enough. At least he has conviction or he said it 30 times. So I guess it's true. He tells but, but, good but, lies. But, but, by the way, I think by the way, like. I love, you know, the, here's what's funny. Every time you hear one of those stories about, about like a valedictorian doing that, like the kid, notice how it's, how the one anti-Trumpers, Trumper is always the smartest kid in the room. <laughs> it's kind of funny that the, the valedictorian is the one guy who's well, not buying Trump's bullshit. I got to be honest with you, dude. And this is, this is, um, this is part of the reason why I think we are where we are. And I'm telling you, two things that are the problem at the end of the day, lack of empathy and lack of wanting knowledge. Those two things. Yeah. Because, again, even if you don't know what another yeah. culture is going through, you should at least want to understand why they're saying what they're saying. Right. Because, again, 
If you were to come to me, will, they want willful, they willful ignorance because it, it's 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 the ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Oh, they, oh they, man. They, they, they want to be. They want to remain ignorant because then they don't have to fucking think about things. It doesn't cause them any any grief, any internal uh, dialogue because they can they can just be like, hey, you know what? I I, I don't even know about that. Nope, it's, not at all. And that's what, and, and they then they don't have to, to think about it and they don't have to have empathy. Yep. And they can go back to putting their head in the sand. And I think now you're starting to see more people because again, before this dude came along. It really was people when, when people say police brutality every, or issues with black people. People thought, ah, oh, here we go, black people always complaining about this. But this dude came in and attacked Jewish people, LGBTQ. Did I get all those initials right? Uh, uh, what else? Uh, women, uh, poor people. Right. Uh, so, so he went after all these. So now everyone is like, oh shit, he's not just fucking with black people. Oh, we, right. we thought it was just them that had the issue. So yeah. I think in that sense, it's, it's, it's open people's eyes to it. But I'm telling you, man, I, I see this more and more. I'll give you, I'll tell you this story real quick. I got a neighbor, white kid. I say white kid because he's younger than me. That makes me feel old as fuck. But uh, a neighbor, my neighbor was about to get into a fight, okay, with a, with a dude from down the street. The dude walks up to him and is like this close to him. Right. I'm walking my dog, dude. I'm not, I have nothing to do with this. I stop and I say, hey, man, leave him alone. There's no reason for you to do that. He already apologized. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? And I'm like, hey, man, again, he already apologized. There's no need to do it. And my neighbor's like, don't worry about it, Ty. It's cool. But my, my point of this is these are two white dudes fighting. I could have let that shit play out. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> But I stepped in because I felt empathy because this dude well, was smaller. My neighbor was smaller than this guy. And I'm like, man, you shouldn't do this. And, and this World Star Hip Hop wasn't going to pick know, that right? video up anyway. So. World Star. <laughs> but I went to help this dude. Not, I went to help this dude because he's my neighbor and I saw that he needed help. Right. And that is the empathy that I'm talking about because I could have just walked away and let that dude try to just beat on him. Right. But I said, I didn't do that because I felt that that dude needed help. We have a society that does not empathize with people that is not their problem. Not everyone, because there are people out right. there that are fighting for this. Actually, if you think about this, Ian is one of those people, man. That, like I said, he doesn't have to deal with any of the shit. He doesn't have to speak out on this. You don't have to do this at all. You, you know, you're a regular white guy, you know. But yeah. he does this. Hasn't helped me much, but that's how I can <laughs> No, because you, you, I'm waiting for my shit to come in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> but but the fact that you have empathy when you you have nothing invested in it. It is, it, well, that, that's what that's that technically is what empathy is, right? I yeah. mean, empathy is because it, it's bullshit if you know somebody. Because then you're not really, really being empathetic. Uh -huh. You have, you have to be able to. Uh, that's why you know the, the to me still the, one of the great, if not the greatest novel of all time, is uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, which is kills me. There's where people on the left go nuts. They they don't want To Kill a Mockingbird in schools because yeah. it has racial undertone. Yeah, it was in the 20s, and they use those words. That's what really yes. happened. And the story is all about the Atticus Finch's entire premise is. You have you you don't know what another person is doing until you've walked a day in their shoes. Right. That's the entire thing. It's like you don't know what this person's deal. You haven't lived in their life. You don't know what's going on in their in their life. And 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 until you've walked a day in their shoes, you don't know what the fuck they're dealing with. And that's the entire premise of the fucking book is to is to look at people from their perspective and what's happening with them and you and not judging people based on and, until you know really what's going on in their lives. And and I find that that that's. Unfortunately, although there's hope that if you look at every time a GOP member changes their vote on like marriage equality, as they get older, as we get these guys that are 70, 65, 80 years old, 
that are, you know, Republican senators and, and congressmen, it's always because they have a grandson, granddaughter mm -hmm. who is gay. That's right. And all of a sudden, as soon as it affects them, they go, well, wait a second. I don't want to hurt my grandson that, from getting married. Right. I guess I was wrong in this. It's fucking ridiculous that it took it, them to actually know somebody for it to happen. But at least th that's dude, why big cities are gotta, always blue. Because somebody, you know all kinds of fucking people. I know somebody who, like I said, he's, he's, a, huge, he's a huge Trump supporter, but... Uh, his feed would always say, nope, you just got to let it play through. Nothing happens bad in politics. And this is also because of what's going on, all right. the Republicans, you know, so he would always support everything that's happening with the GOP and all this stuff. And then he ran for office. Right. And then he saw, he saw the politics of politics. Right. And then he, he lost and he wrote a post and he says, man, I hate that they don't pick the right person for the job and they just go with who they want. And, and again, it was another Republican. Right. And part of me was like, I wanted to tweet so bad, like, <laughs> this is what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> I wanted to rub it in his face and say, this is the stuff that you keep saying is okay on the other end. But I didn't. But I said, he didn't even understand the problem until it affected him. Until right. it, he said, man, I can't believe that I'm not getting this and I, I'm the most qualified. I said, duh, look at what yeah. happens. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, have you seen our president? <laughs> so, like I said, I feel like, well, we got to get ready to wrap this yeah. up here in a second. So, a couple of things. I, I told Ian, we, we're going to do this two things. We're going to uh, we're gonna wrap this up in, in two ways. One, uh, Ian is a great impressionist, an awesome impressionist. Like this dude, does how many do you do? How many impressions do you do? If you had to pick, uh, uh, 30, 40, something like that. 100? Damn. Well, in, in, in my act, yeah, 25. Okay, okay. Usually. So he's a great impressionist. So what we're going to do is, uh, because we do know we have a comic element to this thing, I know it didn't seem like it through part of it, but believe me, shit, there's funny stuff in this shit. But uh, so I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give Ian a person, and then I'm going to have Ian tell me what that person would say in this situation. Okay. So <laughs> Christopher Walken, what would Christopher Walken, how would Christopher Walken explain how bad it was that Roseanne called an African-American woman an ape? <laughs> you know, Roseanne, it's crazy that you would even say ape this day and age, you know, because, you know, we got history you know, maybe if you called, you know, her an eggplant or something like that, that'd be different. But ape is wrong. It's crazy that you're even doing this. I don't know where to go. <laughs> oh, my God. That was awesome. Give it Ian Harris, you guys. I got, um, I'll have to work on that. Uh, uh, so we're going to wrap this up like this. And, and, and I know we got, we got what, 30, how many seconds? <laughs> okay. Three minutes. Three minutes. Okay, cool. So I want to I wanna say this real quick because um, – We'll have new segments and, and different things that we'll talk about, but I have to say this so you guys understand the reason why we put this podcast together. Because we give a fuck. We didn't do this just so we can have another place to you know spout off and all that. We give a fuck about society because uh, we're human beings, we're parents, uh, and, we, and we see where this generation is headed. We see where this country is going. So this is why we put this forum together. This is why we tour together. This is why we say what we say in a public forum. So let me wrap this up like this in this way from my end. Society, for some reason, when it comes to movies, we go to movies together. No one sits in separate sections in movies. Everyone goes and sits in the right. movie theater. When you go to a comedy club, everyone sits in the same comedy club. When you go to restaurants, everyone sits in the restaurant. Because we, as a society, can get along when there's certain things in front of us. For some reason, though, we let these topics, which at the end of the day, we can't control the big topics. All we can do is control how we deal with each other in these topics. So now 
the fact that we still can't have in 2018 a society that no understands and respects each other's differences instead of demonizing each other for those differences is a problem that we really need to fix. It's not going to go away until we address the problem. So I'm saying to you guys out there, anybody that's watching this, for the two people, I don't know, this is the first <laughs> episode, it might not be, but for the people that are watching this, you have the ability to change how you treat each other in society. The person that's going to the same grocery store as you, the same person that's going to the church as you, the same person that's not going to church as you, the same person that's in a movie theater. Love is way more easier than hate, way more easier. But for some reason, we tend to hate each other in a society that it, it, it has shown us that in times of tragedy, that's the only time we come together. The only time is when something really bad happens. Then after that's done, we go back to saying, fuck you and fuck you. Why does it take those things? Understand that we have the ability to change this. Either you want to change it and make things better for the future generations, for like our kids. Our kids are, are, are they all hang out together. They go to the same schools. They listen to the same music. It's the older people that are fucking it up. Get better. Get better. And really quick, also, I would add to that, too, that we are part of this problem as well in that I know I do this. I'm divisive. Now, partly I'm a comedian and I'm making jokes, okay? But I do try to be as open as possible. And if you have, an, if you have facts, provide them. I will look at those facts. I change my mind. All, people always say, oh, you're so this, you're so that. I change my mind all the time when presented with facts. I am a skeptic. That's my big thing. Critical thinking and skepticism. If you can provide me evidence to show me that I'm wrong, and it's, and it's good evidence and with a good source, and it's, and it, and it's convincing. Credible source. Credible source. I will, I will change my mind if, if, if need be, or at least have the discussion with you. So I am guilty of, 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 you know, which doesn't help with, especially on the Trump side, when you just, the Trump supporters, when you just make fun of them, bash them, call them stupid, call them racist, racist, which I do all the time. It isn't good. We also, we, we do need to, you know, to also listen to them and talk to them because, you know, they, they have, they have issues that maybe they, maybe they don't even know Honestly. that they have. And I find this, there's this weird level of the, the, that we have in social media and you need to start picking up the phone and calling people more because we have this thing on social media where it's a forum and everyone's watching. And I say, Trump's an idiot. And then my friend goes, oh yeah, go fuck yourself. And then somebody else says, oh yeah, you're just an idiot. You probably a racist. And it gets, and everyone says this stuff because it's their 15 minutes of fame and there's, mm -hmm. there's, it's anonymity and all this sort of stuff. Then you take that person and you private message them and you say, hey, why'd you say that? Well, man, I didn't like the way you're doing that. Oh, well, I, and all of a sudden it's a little bit nice, nicer, but there's still some issues. Then you pick up the phone and you call that person. All of a sudden it gets nicer, more amicable. Then I run to that person one-on-one. -on -one, they're like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah, you know, I just, you know, I just don't like the way that people I'm being treated. Yeah, I mean, and all of a sudden you have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Whereas two a days ago on Facebook, it was, fuck you, you racist motherfucker. And it's like, yeah. have a freaking dialogue it's, and it's talk so to people easy. one on one but when you when you don't go by facts and you just go by off speculation that's where problems come in bring right. facts to this and then yes. we can discuss it and don't ignore these facts if they yes. don't fit your narrative because like you said right. if you're presented with information that's wrong same thing with me you provide me with information that I think is whatever and you provide me credible stuff and it shows the opposite I'm going to acknowledge that there's right. no because facts should still matter right. we are now in a society where they don't look at the right. facts 
and we have to stop that. Right. If we're going to fix this problem in this society and make it better, not just for ourselves, but for our kids and our kids' kids, you cannot you cannot continue to ignore facts and you cannot right. lack, continue to lack empathy for the people that don't look like you. Because just because you don't think it's a problem does not mean it's not yeah. a problem. This exactly. is Critical in Thinking uh, with Ty Barnett. And Ian Harris. Tune in for the next episode. We'll have a guest. Uh, we're going to talk more about stuff like this. Hopefully no one calls somebody an ape. In yes. between that time, uh, and there we go. See you next time.